Welcome to Shed Life. Hello, everyone. Kenny, how are you today, mate? <laughs> I'm good, mate. I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm right. I'm right. How's uh, how's lockdown treating you? Uh, lockdown. What can you say? In it, so I'm getting quite accustomed to this lifestyle. I guess. Yeah, you enjoying it? To work. Um. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. It's a bit weird because you can't actually like, do anything. But you know, I don't. So. I prefer it in the fact that I get to wake up later, just quickly log on to work. But to be honest, half the time I'm not really even doing that much anyway. If I want to take a break, I'll take a cheeky nap. You know, <laughs> that's it. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting slowly accustomed to it, but yeah, it's a bit weird not doing anything. I'm guessing um, the commute to work, like that's obviously been sort of no, so that's obviously helped you out a bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So normally I'd wake up what? Probably, I'd probably wake up about 6.15, like, leave to go to the station around 7 to get into work for like 8. Now, I'm pretty much getting out of bed at about quarter to 8, maybe 8 o'clock, quickly logging on. Quick things. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it, isn't it? But, yeah. Yeah, fair enough, man. But what, what have you felt like that in terms of your work, in terms of usually being in an office for, you know, X amount of time compared to like working from home? Have you actually felt any productivity or efficiency like degenerate? Mm. Yeah, no, I definitely think productivity has like, decreased quite a bit. But then also I think, yeah, I think it's a different situation for myself because I think uh, so our company is going through a merger at the moment. So with the atmosphere at the company is a bit down anyway. So people don't know whether if they're being made redundant, if they're going over. So the atmosphere has been a bit down at the company for a while. So no one's really taking on extra work. Everyone's just doing what they have to do to get by and then that's it. But as in, as in obviously the COVID situations like enhanced the productivity going down because now it's harder to communicate with like other people uh, like in the office because normally in our offices because it's quite it's open plan so generally you know people would just walk to someone else to discuss any issues or stuff like that but now because you don't now because you don't have that you know and also I don't think a lot of people are at their laptops 24-7 on computers so dealing with stuff just takes a little bit longer no, fair enough. So uh, this um, this uh, takeover, or whatever you said about your company, mm. is that is that a result of COVID? Um, n- no, not really. As in, I think if any, well, as in, so the company wasn't doing that great last year, um, and then so what happened was basically they were part of another company called Old Mutual. The big dogs wanted to basically separate themselves from that company. So they created another company called Merriam. And then from the back of that, because they didn't have a good year last year, they decided to merge with another asset management company. Interesting. Asset management. Sounds very interesting. It sounds fancy, but it's not really. Yeah, no, fair enough, man. 
But for now, you're safe or you don't know what's going on? Uh, for now, I don't know what's going on as of yet, but I think we should find out about the next week or so. Mm, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Yeah, well, best of luck for that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All by yourself, well. <laughs> mate, <laughs> don't worry about me. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, starting a, I'm starting a revolution, aren't I? All about the, uh, the spoken word <laughs> revolution. Oh, did there you see... Did you see, I don't know if you saw the news recently, but you see Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Rogan's mint again. Oh, smashed it. <laughs> Basically, you got paid, what? What was it? A hundred million? Is it a hundred mil, mil for all this podcast to be on Spotify now? It's fucked, bro. It's absolutely fucked. It's crazy. You know, if I'm comparing me and Rogie, I love that guy to bits and his podcast, but all I'll mm. say is my claim to fame is I got into Spotify before him. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Someone give me hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, they were saying basically he gets paid more than like you know music artists, but his streams doesn't even qualify for like because I was reading it something about how you know how many streams you need to have to equal like this amount being paid to you, but the streams that he gets and everything he has. Like doesn't even equate anything near that hundred million. So yeah, but you know a lot, a lot of his shit, a lot of his stuff is um, it's got to be ads as well. So if you go on his website, you can see um, they're they're very transparent and stuff. They they sort of very openly say which ads they kind of promote and stuff. Um, okay. And if you yeah, and if you watch on YouTube, you'll never hear their ads, which is quite interesting. I never realized that, but when you listen well, to you, on you a, never hear what youtube ads or uh his, his uh the ads he's promoting on his podcast you'll oh, never hear that okay. yeah but it's really yeah so I'm, I'm assuming that's kind of the big way of making money and um for a podcast for yeah, himself. yeah yeah i suppose but fair play to him man he's yeah he's showing you the light hmm? no, i can't hear anything no no don't worry i was silent because Oh. <laughs> no, I don't need to be showing a light in it. We're, um, we're two separate peas in a very, very big pod. In it. So, um, but uh, like I said earlier, he's, um, his podcast is quality. And I think just the guests, the type of guests he gets on it is uh, yeah. extra. It's extraordinary, man. But when you kind of got that weight and that pulling power, it's, uh, it's a lot easier to influence. I mean, your pod. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And uh, that's why the, the way we're doing it is we're getting. Um, we get average shows as opposed to celebrity shows. Do you know what I mean? And mm. there's no, there's no, um, there's no discrepancy in saying an average show has not got anything worthwhile saying. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's true. As it's good, no, it's good. I'll definitely to start this whole podcast. Mm, absolutely. Especially in a time like this. Yeah, well, there you go, man. So it's probably the right time to do it, but obviously a lot of people are doing it as well. So um, we'll see yeah, what happens. Right. A lot of people with a lot of better sounding voices, but you know, sometimes the irritating yeah, voices sounds the best, right? <laughs> I was worried, that's what I was worried about coming on this podcast. I was thinking, I was like, oh, well, such a monotone voice. I was like, probably the poor anyway, fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, but my missus was like, she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I said, you know, I've got Peter Crouch's podcast. This is it. I <laughs> 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 <So> I made it. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, that, that Peter Crouch podcast is quality, though. If we're talking about podcasts yeah. right now, mate, that one is yeah, so much. Yeah, it's so funny. 
it's one of like I don't think before that I ever actually listened to a podcast. And I don't starting to listen to it, but yeah, I had that even that's probably the only one I've listened to like properly. I'd have to say it's probably the best one, even though I've only listened to one and yours. Go on, just chuck that around there. You know, I'll definitely listen to yours as well. But, yeah. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> no, that one's hilarious, man. Like they got some, um, they got some good shit going down. And to be honest, I'm not like when I first heard about it, I was like, all right, mm. no, it's Peter Crouch, not, not, not in a bad way. Yeah, he was a good player and this and the other, but. There was no appeal to it because number one, a podcast yeah. didn't really appeal to me at the time. But once you actually start listening yeah. to it and you hear sort of the the in-depth sort of knowledge he has, which obviously he does because he's been a pro for so many, so many years. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of that, the banner which gets laid upon him. Honestly, it's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. fun. It's so much fun. I love that podcast, man. That's uh, it's, it's uh, great. It's great. And the thing is, as well, I think what was different about like that podcast in itself is that I don't think really anyone knew like what the life of a footballer was so when he was explaining like you know like stuff that happened like Steven Gerrard like Dirk Cow Alonso when he was go-karting and mm. just like his whole thing like um, you know when he talks about Dion Dublin going on Holmes under the hammer it's <laughs> 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 taking a piss out of it <laughs> Deal, mate. Yeah, on the hammer. Like who the fuck is for that? Deal, Dublin. No, but you're you know you're you're spot on because he doesn't really hold back or censor any of his material. Like if you listen to pundits in a football studio who have retired and stuff, mm. they, they might you know they might say some things about their past or how players act and this and the other. But this is like yeah, yeah, a literal yeah. free for all. Do you know what I mean, like he goes full yeah. on into it, like no holes barred. It's quality. Yeah, I think him as a pundit, he's not really that good. Like, he's he just, it's not, you can tell he's not being himself because obviously he's trying to be like professional. But when you see him on um, the podcast, he's just like a, a different, complete, well, he's, yeah, he's a completely different lad. That, that's, that's probably one of the downsides, there. right? That's one of the downsides yeah, yeah, of having yeah, that podcast. Yeah, yeah, because, mm. yeah. yeah, cause, yeah he, when he's when he's being a pundit, like because he's being all serious, you can't. You know, shut up, Peter. <laughs> I know, but saying that, saying that, yeah, that the amount of times he's been invited on this season, especially, and I think a lot of it's on the back of his pod, is purely oh, yeah, because yeah, how popular is right. Uh, yeah, because his benefit now, he's probably making more money now than he than he was, when he was playing. Cause, Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. What do you mean, Ronaldo is in like, because <laughs> he earns more on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, he's fucking smashing it though, isn't he? He's like jumped up to one of the like top English footballers in like history or something, purely on his podcast. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's mental. Because after that, then he got, because he was on that Amazon Prime show, I think, what was it called? The Football Show or Football Now? With Gabby Logan and that other comedian. Wait, what's that? What's and that show? I've never heard of that. Basically, it's like it's like it's similar to football focus, but it's like got. So what they'll do, they'll get players that come on, like current players, or they'll get ex managers to come on the show. They'll talk about stuff, do challenges with them. Uh, let me see what, what it's called. Uh, 
Are you saying this is on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, fancy, oh, fancy. it's called Back of the Net. That's it. Back of the Back Net. Never heard that. Never heard that in my life. Yeah, it's got, yeah, it's Peter Crouch, Gabby Loudon, John Bishop. Oh, shit, John Bishop. Sure. Yeah, yeah, he's in it as well. He used to be on League of Their Own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. So he's like, yeah, it's yeah, this could be you, man. Soon you'll be on like countdown. <laughs> <laughs> you and Carol Waterman. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to keep up appearances, isn't it? There's no way I'm getting on that, man. Yeah, you, oh, never mate. Know, you never know. Yeah. Uh, that's actually true. You don't know what's going on, man. This, I think this whole crisis in the, in the world at the moment has shown how. Uh, how nothing can be sort of planned at the moment. I mean, everything's sort of oh, yeah. yeah, it's so fucked. Right? Said, everything's just everything's just at a standstill. I mean, if you go back yeah. to like six months ago, or like let's say even eight, well, six months ago, let's say, would you ever in a million years imagine that this is the situation you'd be in? Like, how far fetched is it? Like, it's it's proper well, raw, six, right? Six, yeah, well, six months ago, I was like when probably you, like, you heard about it, so maybe. Nah, mate, let, let's be honest. I'm joking about that. Nah, nah. <laughs> like, six months, where are we? Where, where, nah, right. Nah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Actually, you're, you are right, though. Like, it, it was sort of, it was sort of around December, then. Yeah, it was around. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it was I get around. what you mean. Like, say, like, seven, 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 eight months ago. Before. Oh, like, fuck. Like, all right. All right. Yeah. Political correctness. Yeah, no. I retract my <laughs> statement. Political correctness. Let's say seven or eight months ago, right? For the sake of Kenny, yeah, yeah, yeah. very good with maths. Must think be in it, bro. In it. Well, what were you? What you? What, what were you doing six seven months ago? You were planning a wedding, right? Uh, young Kenny. Young Kenny was getting yeah. married, right? Young Young Kenny, yeah, he's going to get married this year. Yeah, there we go. So tell yeah, us about yeah. tell us about how that's sort of been scuppered and all that, and what's going what's going on now. Um, as in, to be honest, it's, as in, like nothing's been cancelled or rearranged, but like I'd say, seventy five percent, like most likely, it will be. As in, the thing is, like me and my missus, um, but we have a lot of family that's abroad. So the thing is, as in the 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 wedding's scheduled for uh, later on this year. And obviously, I think by that time, I'm assuming by near the end of the year, like society should be in a better place. I think there'll be like, more movement of people. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. Probably like certain number of people. But because we have like family abroad and stuff, I don't think, you know, the aviation industry is all of us. So I'm gonna pick up or even borders or so the thing is, yeah, for us it's like I wouldn't really wanna have a because we booked it that wedding for a certain number of people to attend and you know, we booked the food for the certain like food is somehow like one of the most expensive things with like a wedding especially when you have like large numbers. So we don't really wanna waste it, so we might we might end up just delaying it. And maybe just doing something small or something like that. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. No, not that I'm saying I'll cancel much, my missus did, to be fair. 
But yeah, yeah, as in everything just seems a bit of a stand you know, at the moment. So mm, no, fair enough, man. Um, one interesting thing which um, and our listeners might be interested in hearing about, obviously, you guys, like you said, you're 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 going to be married and all that. You hopefully will still be at the end of this year or whatever. But mm. uh, you, you you were sort of uh, in the housing market, right? And going through that during COVID, how is, how difficult has that been? And I'm, I, I think I'm right in saying you've uh, you've got that house and all that, but how difficult was that situation? Um, to be to be honest, for us, it wasn't actually that difficult because we had already agreed to sell before like COVID started coming into effect for like the housing market the loads and stuff so we had already agreed to buy the house and then we've already agreed the mortgage with the bank now the mortgage with the bank was one of the key things so if we didn't have that mortgage offer before the bank started saying you need to have like a 40 percent deposit then yeah we wouldn't we wouldn't have been able to get the house like i know some people that banks were asking yeah for 40 percent instead of like the normal from like zero to 20 percent deposit that people normally put so as in for us it was okay but yeah as in like at the time when i was reading basically the banks were now drawing offers or mortgage offers to customers and obviously i started getting worried so uh, you know i contacted like our mortgage broker and then but because he said basically they had already given it and the exchange had been done because we were waiting for completion, you know, issued the banks would have to like basically uphold their end of the deal. No, for us, nah. not too bad, but yeah. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Now, nah, mate, that's interesting with the housing situation, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that is an interesting topic. Is that not? <laughs> People think we're stupid. But yeah, all right, yeah. No, because they, they did put a pause on those mortgages and stuff for a while, right? During the sort of peak of the COVID situation. And um, yeah, I think they've reopened now. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's still, um, yeah, for people who haven't got their house yet, I guess it's uh, all guns blazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, mate. What's your what's your sort of take on? I know this week in um in the news and shit. I know they've been advertising that it's been Mental Health Week or Mental Health Awareness mm. Week. Sorry, um, I know that. Yeah. Like, I know I know we had a discussion about this quite a while ago, but it's a really interesting topic, right? Like, what's your kind yeah. of take on the whole you know, the whole stigma and the issues at the moment? Because it is such a big factor going out at the moment. Yeah, so I think. Like, yeah, I'd say like one of the things is now because now people can't actually do anything. Like the only thing they can do is probably go exercise, go out, pretty much go to the park. But there's nothing really to do. So I think now a lot of people are probably indoors for you know long long periods of time. You know, you could be going if you're not exercising, then really you're just staying at home. I think this does have an effect on people's like mental health. As in, in the sense that it could be like just driving them a bit crazy, like up the wall. You know, also, I think now, like, you know, if people stay with their 
their families or their partners or you know their even their kids like I don't think before they would have spent as much time because like just like speaking for a normal person or the, the average person that you know they'd go up go to work come back maybe you know chill with the kids for like a couple of hours before they go to sleep so you know and then you're spending like all that time with each other so I think like any little thing where they have like a normal disagreement might just like blow up you know it's, there's various things now I think I think they were saying like uh, that that mental uh, the, the mental health line I think they're like I think in the first week of like lockdown, they had like a 40% increase in calls. And then I don't know if that's the exact, exact figure, but yeah. And also for like old people as well, you know, because they can't go anymore or stuff like that, they don't have people to talk to. So yeah, yeah so I think, you know, mental health is it's a massive topic. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to speak about. No, I mean, definitely. So I remember when I was talking to, um, uh, we, had, we had an infectious disease specialist on a few weeks ago, and we were kind of weigh, weighing up like the risk and reward sort of category, if that makes sense. Like, um, you know, the risk of uh, uh, the reward, sorry, of remaining in lockdown, then the risk to that, and then sort of balancing out against oh, okay. sort of COVID cases and deaths, potential deaths, against sort of mm. all new scenarios arising due to the... Um, the, the lockdown, obviously, and the key one yeah, being yeah. mental health and all that. And it's really mm. difficult to get a balance, isn't it? Like, really difficult in society because it's not, it's not one of those things where it's a, a sort of a real obvious disease, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's very, it varies yeah, so much yeah, around yeah. society. And yeah. it's not something you can just look at someone and, you know, diagnose them straight away. It's really, it's a kind of a taboo subject and it has been for generations. I mean, only maybe more recently it's become maybe more into coming to fruition yeah. as a, something that people might talk about. But like growing up, I don't know about you, but with yeah, me, yeah. it was it was not, it was not something that you would really talk about, right? Or you'd hear much about in in society or schools or anything like that. Yeah, I think I'd say probably a lot. What maybe the last five to seven years, or even like when we was at uni, I don't think I ever really heard about. It anyone really speaking about depression or like mental health issues or anything like that. I think, yeah, I'd say in the last five years, it's like become like a massive thing in society now. So a lot of people do talk about it, which I think it, it's good though. Like it's, it allows, like I think we were speaking before about how, you know, like men are meant to be portrayed as these macho people that mm. can't speak about feelings because it's seen as weak to the outside. but I yeah. think now that, you know, there's a lot more people, like athletes, like celebrities that have done so, it's allowed people to, you know, speak and you know, get their feelings out, you know, because a lot of, like, the thing is, like, with mental health issues, I think, you know, it could just start small, but because you don't get to talk about it, it just leads to, like, a bigger and bigger thing, and then, you know, at the end of it, like, you could be doing something quite serious, so... It's yeah. better that you know people can try like nip it in the bud. Mm. No, that, that, yeah, well, that's that's actually a really good point. 
um, when, once you've seen sort of celebrities and maybe famous sports people or not come out in the forefront mm. and sort of talk about it, before that, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really that much thought about. So I th- that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. But that is definitely, I think, what's happened. The, um, it's got acknowledgement yeah, yeah, from... Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, and I think also like, what's played a massive part is, is social media. I think now news can travel like a lot quicker through yeah, social media than again. To be honest now, like, yeah, I don't like it a bit. It's a bit off topic, but like TV ads, you know, before, you know, everyone used to watch TV. I don't think I barely watch any TV now. I think I stream most of my stuff. And now most of the ads I see is through social media. So it's like and, mental health. I think yeah. like mental health comes up quite a bit on social media and stuff. So, yeah, I think that's another way communications mm. like change differently. Like there's more focus on, yeah, no, that's like social media influencers that are creating an impact on the world now. You don't, you don't watch TV anymore. You don't. I remember you used to be a big uh, EastEnders fan, no? You don't, you don't keep up with that. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, do you know what? I start, to be honest, I stopped watching it. I think maybe like five. I do. Yeah, I do. You know, maybe like five years ago. Oh like, shit! That's, the story that's a revelation. Like, getting loud. Yeah, I know, I know. It was good. You know what? It was just getting awful. The story, like, <laughs> it came to the point I was watching. I was like, like "What the hell am I watching?" I was like, <laughs> I was like "You know what?" I was like, "I was like, f this, f this." I don't, I don't want to watch. It's come to the point now. Like, I don't know if you remember, but do you remember Tiffany? Tiffany. Uh, um... did, did you watch it? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Tiffany rings a bell, man. She was like the, the little. Did she have like black hair? Oh. <laughs> yeah, she was like the little. No, actually, my, actually, I don't know, you know. I no, I don't. You know, but I'm talking about you know the little ginger kid. Hmm? Mm, Max Bradley Brennan. I remember Bradley Brennan, bro. Yeah, Bradley Brennan. I met him once in a train. Yeah. yeah, Max. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that's your claim to fame. I'm <laughs> 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 well, not Bradley, but <laughs> not Bradley. Was it that when he was drunk or something? I mean, we should try to get Bradley on this pod. See how his uh, life's been since he yeah. sent us. He's my mate, isn't it? So um, I don't think I don't think I've seen I don't think I've seen him since EastEnders. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't make the cut for the uh, Weasley brothers in Harry Potter, mate. But um, yeah, uh, he's a good actor, man. He's a very good actor. All right, um, Kenny, football. I know you're a big football fan. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a big football fan. Mate, superstar back in uni. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll see some football soon. Mate, I was watching the um, that football show on um, Sky Sports. Uh, I'm going to mm. say today, but I think by the time this gets aired, I'll say yesterday. And it said on this day, 21st yeah. of May, 2008, Manchester United beat Chelsea. boys. No one knows that sport, but yeah. Uh, Man United beat Chelsea in the Champions League final. What's your What's your recollection and memories of that? You know, I was watching the highlights, some of the highlights, again, through social media like today. You know what? It was a world game. I think, I think we dominated you like first half, then Lampard's was a shit goal but then after that we were we were just we weren't on the ball and then 
was it? It was extra time where Drogba got sent off, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the whole time, I, I, I knew it was because he slapped Vidic, but I thought Vidic was involved in, like, the first tackle. And then Vidic wasn't even on. It was Tevez. Tevez started the whole thing. <laughs> and then Vidic, like, jumped in. And, dr- and literally, like, what Drogba did was, like, unbelievably, like, stupid. Because when he slapped it, like, the ref was looking directly at the slap. Like, he was literally looking at him and Vidic straight on. Drogba slapped him, and then that was it. But even mate, still, I remember... But, mate, just, just, just on that topic... Um... That is, for someone like Didier Drogba, who everyone knows he's the man in terms of for the big final. moments. Yeah, finals, mm. big moments. And for him to make that kind of, uh, let's say, blunder, like you said, because the ref was watching right, it was unprecedented, yeah, yeah. right? And um, I think that's what shocked a lot of people. But yeah, it's, I think the emotions got to everyone, man. It was such a, such a like, emotive a final, game, right? Yeah. It was crazy at that time. Because... Yeah. Um... Was that the first? I don't know. It might have been, but would that have been the first English final in the Champions League? Well, that's the first one I ever watched. Well, that's a good question, man. Yeah, it's definitely the first one I've ever watched as so, well. Uh, we'll probably have yeah, to I Google that, know. but it's definitely the yeah, first we'd one. Be, we be we because in the semi-finals, I think we'd be Arsenal. Mm. Or, no, actually, no. Sorry, we'd be uh, no, we'd be Barcelona, mm. and you be Liverpool. If I'm correct. Because um, I remember sure. it was three, three, three English teams in the semi-final. That might have been the one. Five, if yeah. it was, if it was, that would have been us against Liverpool. I'm assuming. I mean, I yeah, don't, yeah. I can't remember, man. But there was such a blur that whole era because the mm. amount of times you played teams like yourself and especially Liverpool in the build-up to finals yeah, or yeah, semi-finals. Yeah, yeah. You guys in Liverpool, were like, yeah. yeah That's what kind of built up a rivalry, yeah. isn't it, between between Chelsea and Liverpool? That that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. A, interesting. Yeah, hundred percent. You don't, but you, you don't get that anymore anyway. Like the, the rivalry in football is no longer. I think what's changed in the Premier League is that I think if you compare it to like when we were growing up, there was a lot of hatred between clubs. Like when I was growing up, United and Arsenal were the top two clubs, you know, and obviously, yeah, like being, being from London, you directly support Manchester United. Um, <laughs> obviously, obviously, where all the fans are from. <laughs> like if you, no, but I think like when people say, "Oh, all these fans, you know, support United because you know they were the winning team," but I think a lot of people here were like maybe first or second generation. Um, like, now, mate, that's hundred percent true, man. I think that's the same for so, Liverpool as well because. Yeah, because a lot of Liverpool yeah, that's fans. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, mm. now if you take all like the, like our dads or whatever it is, like mm. say the second or third generation, they were all Liverpool fans, and coincidentally at that time, Liverpool were the best team in Europe, let alone England. Like yeah. back in like what the seventies, eighties. Definitely eighties. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's spot on, man. That's Maybe. very true. That is very true. But then, um, yeah. Um, the, the final itself. Uh, now, mate, mate, going, going back to what you said quickly, yeah? I know you said you, you're, you're mentioning last season, but not last season. Um, actually, it was last season. Yeah, yeah. If we take last season, for example, mm. yeah? Mate, there were four English clubs 
in both finals of European competitions. Do you know what I mean? It was Chelsea, oh, yeah, Arsenal yeah, yeah, yeah. in Europa League and Manu, uh, sorry, Tottenham, Liverpool in the final Champions League. That, that, that's, I'm pretty sure that's never happened. Like, that's unprecedented. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, yeah. That's that, crazy. That, that's crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's mental because I think, I think one, but yes, I think, like, yeah, going back to the point that we was on about, I think, but 10 years ago, I don't think, the football that is being played now in the Premier League to the football that was playing back then, like it's a lot more different. Like now, I think our football is like technically better. I think our players are much more fitter, and I think it started to show through. And then also, I think generally, obviously, you have got the Spanish clubs that are very dominant in Europe. But I think with last season, especially, I think Ronaldo left Madrid. I think. Barcelona, obviously, they've still got Messi, but it seems like now they're trying to be like Real Madrid, where they're trying to buy all these expensive players. And they bought so many attacking players that they don't need. And they forgot about like their midfield and defenders. So they're not, they're not as scary to play against. Well, it's a different like, era, isn't it? Really. It's got to be, it's very yeah. difficult to yeah. compare that era to the Pep Guardiola era, for example, or directly after Pep. Um, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, as in like that, yeah. But you're right when you said Real Madrid dominated like this decade, more or less, in the Champions League, right? Like, yeah, to be honest, I still don't know how they did. I don't, I wouldn't say like when I watched them, they were like great, like, or at any well, game. Like, yeah, well, mate, I don't know how now, mate, dance. now, mate, sorry, sorry to bind, but you're spawned because think about it how many league titles did they win in that era? No, I think they won like with Zidane. I think he won three three in a row Champions League, and he won one. Uh, yeah, but that, that's saying a lot, though, right? So that that's what people used to say back in the day about oh, you're just a cup team, and that, that's nothing yeah. derogatory towards them. And Champions League winning is that it shows you're arguably the best team in the world. But um, yeah, 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 it's really interesting that dynamic, isn't it? Like how they won so many Champions League in that past decade, but obviously they weren't really dominant in their own league at home. Because maybe their standard went down a bit. Yeah, they just, yeah, they just weren't consistent enough. But it's incredible to see what, as in, to be fair, like Zidane, as in, that was, that was literally his first three seasons as a manager. And he won the Champions League three times in a row. As in, his mental, like, not even. As in, Guardiola did do it, but I think with Guardiola, with Barca, as in, like, I think he won, he won the treble, as in, he won the Champions League. He won the trouble in his first season. Yeah, first season, then he won. I think he won the Champions League, not the next year, the year after. And then. But yeah, as in. As in. I wouldn't say when. But like the thing is, Gongardo, you could see the kind of football they were playing. But every time I watched Madrid, it wasn't like. They, I mean, they just. They scored when it mattered, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's interesting, man, that football thing. What, what's your take on the whole uh, Premier League restart and stuff? Are you, um, are you thinking it's going to happen quite comfortably or are you looking forward to it? What, what do you think is going on, in your opinion? As in, I think... As in, secretly, uh, I don't want to see the Premier League start just so I don't see Liverpool like, win the league. <laughs> <laughs> but then again I do want to see football but then I think it's going to be very very different so even if it does come on I think it's not going to be 
the same. Like I was watching a bit of the Bundesliga last week, and I know that I watched Bundesliga on my match follow, but obviously it was like yeah, the first time like, sure, sure. being played. Mm. But it just seemed like weird with like no fans there. And even like I think the last game I watched was like in, with the English team playing was uh, when United were playing in the Europa League and there was no fans there. And I think we won five nil, but it just seemed weird. Like it just didn't seem like a game. But again, I think you know I think especially I don't know if you see it so, but Troy Deeney said he wasn't going to come back to train, mm. and then you know. And then Danny Rose came out saying that like, we're being treated like lab rats. Mm. But I think they've got fair points. Like, you know, they can't, indeed, like the government are not letting people go to the barber shop, but they're allowing all these people to come in, you know, do a bit of training. Like, there's no way they're going to be two meters apart the whole time that they're there. And obviously, they're going to cross paths or whatever. And then uh, I think I read today, like, so now one of the Watford players did get confirmed as, yeah. as Adrian, having COVID. Yeah. Having, Adrian yeah, Mariapa. Yeah. Mariapa, yeah. And then now I've heard that like quite a few like Watford players are now no longer going into training. So the thing is like how many players like the belly yeah, I wouldn't know how many players would have to not train for them not to play. But then they're gonna have to start forfeiting games. And then I think we don't really know the true effects of COVID yet in football until maybe like a few months. So, no, that's surprised. true. But the thing is, yeah, because I think with the Bundesliga as well, since, you know, if they have one bad thing happen, then, you know, that's it. Like, they're not, I don't think they are prepared for what will happen if, you know, someone passes away on the pitch. Like, you know, God forbid that doesn't happen. But, mm. You know, these are cases where they'll think, okay, yeah, now, you know, we'll look at it or something like that. No, but you know, Kenny, just to jump in here, listen, like, I agree with you in a lot of what you said, but there, there's also things, if we're talking about, like, the government's obvious um, aim is to restart the economy, and that's yeah. what they've done in the last message by saying, if you can't work from home, get back into the office or get back onto the, I don't know, the whatever industry you're in, right? Just get back on, just get back, just get back to it. Um, So how, how does that differ from footballers? When, if anything, footballers have, like a lot of people have stated, they got, they've got arguably a shitload of money. So they've got the most, one of the most safest environments to go back to work. I mean, like people on building sites and, you know, this, that, and the other other industries, they don't have that protection. They're still wearing masks. They're still trying to social distance comfortably and footballers get tested like, they're going to be tested regularly because they're privately funded tests. Yeah. And we know a lot of other yeah, industries yeah. don't have that. So I get yeah. where you're coming from, but um, in terms of, in terms of we're talking about the economy and the, the government saying the football should get back on. I think I personally think, yeah, if you're balancing out and thinking about the general public, yeah. How nice would it be to see yeah. football back up again? And then obviously, you know, football is saying uh, we can't come back to, to work and this and the other. And again, I don't think anyone can tell any footballer or any professional in any industry that you can or can't yeah. come back to work. If you don't feel comfortable, full stop, you don't yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. I mean, it's, it's, up to, it's up to the players if they want to come back. I don't think anyone should be 
forced. No one, no one should be strong on, no one should be peer pressured or anything into coming back. But at the end of the day, if we talk, if the government's telling other industries to come back, I don't see why football shouldn't try and come back because they're again, they are another industry. They, uh, you know, like we've mentioned, compared to other industries, have got the most safe environment to do so. So people, you know, members of staff and uh, footballers feel comfortable with it. They should. If they don't, then that's their prerogative, and there should be no uh, blame placed on them or any anything derogatory placed on them. But it's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, man. Interesting. It's understandable. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, all right. So say like Watford now. You know, Dini said he's not going to go in. They found one uh, player that's obviously been confirmed with COVID. Now they're saying there's quite a few first team players that don't want to go in. Now. How many players is that going to leave you to play play out the rest of the season? Because bear in mind, and they do have to get match fit as well. So, as in, they say like Watford can't play anymore. Say like half their squad doesn't want to doesn't want to play. They can't. Who are they going to submit to playing playing the league? And then what happens with those games? As in, I think football should get back. Well, look, home, obviously, look, I can you, but you know what? Let, 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 let's just break this down a bit because you're spot on. If they don't, if half their squad, for example, don't want to play, they're definitely in a disadvantaged position. That that makes complete sense. Now, like like we're saying, if we're comparing comparing to other industries, like if we're comparing maybe yeah. construction industries, and maybe yeah, yeah. one one construction company's you know racing for it, but just hypothetically, they're racing to yeah. build a, a new skyscraper against another construction company, but half half yeah. of one construction company's workers don't want to come in. For example, there's only there's only going to be one winner. And it's not, it's not anything you can do about it. There's literally nothing you can say or do about it. The, the, you know what I mean? It's not like immoral. There's nothing wrong with it. There's, it's people's prerogative at the end of the day. They're your employees. You've got to treat them right. If they don't want to come in, they don't come yeah. in. If your business suffers for it, then unfortunately, that's the way of the, the, way of the world, right? It, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, as in I think. Yeah, as in I don't know. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, I agree, man. You know. <laughs> so I was waiting for a comeback, man. I was like, shit. Well, I was just thinking, I was like, we're, we're, we're both talking about the same point. Like, yeah, no, you're each other. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like yeah, I'm just going to be repeating the same point. <laughs> right, it's up to the people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Come to that conclusion. Oh man, hilarious! Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, shit, this conversation got serious. <laughs> nah. All right, Kenny. I know you. I know you got to head off very, very soon. But just before you jump off, let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. your. Let's talk about a newfound hobby you've got, right? Which I, I think you're jumping oh, yeah. off to. to uh, I don't want to say play, but partake yeah. in this hobby. A little, a little um, game, a little game we call poker. So, um, yeah. talk to us about that. How did you get into that? Because I don't remember you ever being into that, into that sport in quotations. Yeah, as in I think um, so. Where it was, I think I was actually just watching uh, some like comedy clips of like Kevin Hart, and then mm. I think I was just having like a lazy day or whatever, and it just kept coming up with like, like you know, YouTube just recommends like whatever you're watching and like the next random thing associated to whatever he was watching so um yeah so i must have just like started watching kevin hart on poker stars and he was with like a few other famous like poker players like 
Daniel Negrado, if that's how you say his name, like Phil Ivy and like a couple of other people. And then they were playing it as well. I must have been watching it. And to be fair, I ended up watching quite a bit of it. I watched like two and a half hours and I was thinking, I was like, wow, like, you know, it's quite interesting. And then like, I was just like randomly just watch. It's not something that you need to watch at the start or you need to watch the first episode of a tournament. You can just watch it wherever you want, like, whenever you want. There's no, there's no, you don't have to start from the beginning. And then I think, yeah, like, I never really played it in uni. And then I think, as like, like, um, like me and obviously a couple of other people from uni, you know, we said that we'll try and like, meet up like more often and stuff. And then, I was thinking, I was like, oh, a park could be like a good like social event for like people to come, um, chill, talk. So we had one at their house. Must have won that tournament from just by picking up tips, like from watching like YouTube clips. And then I think probably another time. And then I think since COVID, to be honest, you know, I started playing a bit more. And I started taking it not a little bit more serious, but. Start like, looking at ways I can improve my my playing stuff. So yeah, mm. so I think only recently since I started watching a bit more about strategy, how to watch. I think it's been paying off like quite well in tournaments. Anyway, like at the start when I was playing, I was, when you when you when you just play for fun, you don't really know what you're doing. So you just mm. tend to do what you think. But once you get shown up a little bit of life, then I think it. It's helped out my play anyway quite a bit. As in, I, I like the game because, well, as in, obviously, like you know, I do like a little bit of a gamble here and there. But <laughs> I think with this game as well, it's like obviously it requires a lot of skill, but there's always that possibility of you know luck that's always involved in it as well. So mm. yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's a great game. Uh, but when you watch it, like, to be honest, if you didn't watch like Kevin Hart's one and you started watching actual. Like, Poker Stars tournament, you'd be like, "This is awful." <laughs> but yeah, yeah. All right, so can we can we can we ask you something now? Yeah, like if if you end up on Poker Stars, can you like wear a T, which is um like what, showing yeah, the Shed Life sponsor on it? Is that how do us yeah, a world of good? Pay me a decent amount and I'll wear whatever you want. <laughs> Well, you win <laughs> if you win a decent amount, then uh, <laughs> might have yeah, we'll that. If, if I do get there, but yeah, then I think it's a, probably like the way I see it now. I think I think it's more of a hobby now. So yeah, I think even after COVID, I probably still as I, like, right now. I don't really want to play for like, a lot of money, but when I get to a level where I think I'm actually pretty good, and hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, could be that's it. Isn't it? Could be never uh, working, just playing poker, 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 poker. <laughs> now, nah, fair play, man, fair play. All right, listen, I know you got to go now because you've actually got a poker tournament starting in like a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, thanks very much for your time, man. It's been quality shooting the shoot with you. Um, yeah. Let's get you back on, man. Doesn't sound. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. We will do it. Hopefully, my voice do not sound like fucking shit. No, that's fine. I think I think it's a fan favorite voice. Don't worry. So let's get you back on yeah. soon enough, yeah? Um, good luck with your yeah. poker tournament, mate. All right. Sweet, mate. Cool. All right, fans, listeners, um, stay safe. Bye-bye. <laughs>